Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. Good morning, everyone. We are here for another episode for From Nothing to Profit. And today I am super excited to have a new friend of mine, Ronan Ryle, on today. And I heard about Ronan uh, a couple of years ago at Sync. And I was like, who is this guy? What is he talking about? And then when the uh, quarantine started and he started doing these Think Tank webinars, I was very intrigued. So, Ronan, welcome to come. Kaya, thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yes, I was super excited to have you on here too because of your accent. I definitely love that. <laughs> so you, where do you live? So I live just outside Dublin in Ireland, so just across the pond from you guys. Okay, and are you a photographer? No, I'm not a photographer. No, um, my, my, my daughters do... Um, we, we we use a word in Ireland called slag. I don't know if you guys have that, but they, they basically say, Dad, you can't even take a selfie. Yes, yeah, so I get a hard time for that. I get a hard time for that. So what is that word? Slag. They slag me. So um Oh, I, they tease I, you? Tease me, tease me. That's that's yes. that's a better word. Yes. Okay, yes, no, yes, no, yes. that's good. That's good. So uh yes, I so you're not a photographer, but I, the first time I saw you, you were speaking at a photography convention and I was intrigued, like, okay, who is this? What is he doing? And so what's your connection with the photography world? So my connection with the photography world is that we have been um, helping photographers. We're, we're 40 years in business today, but um, Christopher Columbus discovered the U.S. in three months. It took us 30 years before we discovered the U.S., but um, we've been helping photographers now across the world to turn their passion for photography into profit. And we do that through software, presentation products, um, training. So, so, so that's what we do. Okay. And so 3XM is the name of your presentation product business. Is that correct? That's right. So 3XM is one of our presentation product businesses, and it specializes in the ultimate folio box to, uh -huh. help, to help photographers a lot of photographers, you know, sell for the wall um, and then the images that are left Then some photographers used to just stop at that and leave money at the table. Um, and then some photographers used to go on and sell the additional images in, in an album. Um, and our approach was that a folio box is a really nice way to take all those images that you that, that your client absolutely loves and convert them into um a presentation product where they get multiple images and that desire by consumers has been driven by what I call the selfie brigade. So, you know, how many times now do millennials and, and Gen Z or Gen Z Zs take selfies of themselves, right? So they're looking for a quantity of quality images. So quite often, you know, if you just sell for the wall, then you're leaving some money on the table because that desire is there, that want is there. So the folio box was a really cool way to solve that problem for both the photographer and the consumer. Um, and, and that's why they're selling so well for us. Yes, I've seen a lot of people talking about it. So when you were just talking right now, I heard all kinds of like, I feel like they were like keywords from different things. And when you gave your presentation, I noticed that you are like a registered uh, story brand 
uh, teacher and uh, also Profit First. Is that correct? That's true. Yes. So, yes, I, yes, I, I have. Um, I believe in lifelong learning, Kaya. Mm-hmm. And um, my approach has always been so, for example, even 10 years ago, I did my last master's. Um, since then, I've done some postgrad diplomas in digital marketing. Uh, I've become a story brand certified guide. I've gone through the Profit First training. Um, and I think it's really, really important to do that. And that has enabled me to help as many photographers as I can to turn that passion for photography into profit. Because quite often, photographers, you know, they're missing that piece. They're, 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 they're great artists. They're great photographers. They're great at capturing that story. But actually turning that into a profit can be a challenge. Yeah, yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, I was pretty impressed because I've been to a story brand uh, uh, workshop before and I've done my uh, profit first and Matt and I have done several podcasts about it. And it actually made a huge difference, especially the profit first. And we'll put links to both of those in the show notes. But the profit first uh, was huge for me during the stay at home and quarantine to have that money set aside. It was incredible. It's it's the only because, you know, we've gone through this, the first lockdown, as you just mentioned, but there's always a surprise around the corner. Right. We had yes. it with the dot com bust. We had it with um, with 9-11. You know, there's always something that causes an, e- an economic shock of some kind. So profit first for me, why it works so well is that, you know, it's built around human behavior. So like my daughter, my, my eldest daughter is just qualified as a qualified accountant. She works for PricewaterhouseCoopers. And I have this conversation with her all the time because I started life studying to be an accountant. And I did my level one exams and then said, this is not for me. I'm more of a marketing person. And I went that route. But I say to her all the time, like I, I've been around scenarios where I've merged two businesses. I know my way around cash flow statements. I know my way around balance sheets. I know my, 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 my way around profit and loss accounts. But they never made sense to me. So mm. when I saw Profit First, I went, this is ingenious. Mike Michalowicz is a genius because what he's done is he's taken all those elements of what doesn't make sense to a non-qualified accountant and turned it into something that we can use as normal human beings. My daughter will laugh at me now, calling her not a normal human being as an accountant. But as normal <laughs> human beings, that makes sense that we can you know, manage our business based on cash flow because it's cash that's the oxygen for any business. And, you know, I've seen it in the past, like I'm the biggest business failure, probably listening to this, Kaya, or or involved in this because I had a business that went bust in 2009 uh, with 45 people in it. It went into liquidation. A lot of us had businesses that went bust in 2009, I'm sure. (laughs) And, and, but you know, what you learn from that is you learn from that the importance of, um, you know, having those reserves and having those rainy day reserves and profit first just puts the structure around ensuring that happens. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to talk about that a little bit more in a second, but uh, so you started doing the, what, what made you decide to do the Zoom webinars right when uh, COVID first started happening for photographers? What, how, how did that come about? Well, in, in 3XM, we, we have always built a good bit of educational content that accompanies our product. So, you know, we, we, we've always created educational content around, 
you know, pricing strategies, the psychology of pricing, um, you know, some tools to help photographers work out the numbers based on, you know, what do they want to earn from their business and translating that into, you know, key performance indicator numbers based on how many sales sessions they're going to do a year. So, so we'd already sort of had that focus on helping clients and where it came from. A mentor told me many years ago, he said to me, Ronan, you can only be as good as your clients are. Mm. I thought Uh that was great advice. And I said, right. So part of our strategy, if we want to grow our business is we've got to invest some of our time and efforts in helping our clients be better if we can. And there's, there's a gap there with a lot of photographers in they're passionate about what they do and the difference they make and, the photography they create, but figuring out how to turn that into a profitable business is often a challenge. So we felt that we have the skills to help with that. We're not photographers, but you know the principles of business, whether I'm selling Boeing jets or pens, the key principles are exactly the same, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's just a matter of taking some of those tools and all those learnings that we had and put them into um, tools and structures that are easy to put into place. And I don't mean easy as in, I just mean easy as in usable. Because a lot of stuff that you see out there is just not usable. Like I, like this year at Imaging, uh, I was teaching on the two-page business success plan, right? Because if yes. you're like me, Kaya, quite often we produce business plans which are not usable for us as business owners, but are for a, somebody in a bank to cover their butt if they're giving us a loan, right? Mm-hmm. Just to, to tick a box to make sure the bank are happy that, 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 that it's a risk worth taking. But quite often, those are not usable. So the two-page business success plan idea is, is that literally your business plan is on two pages and it's usable. So you have your vision page, which has the key things you require for where you want to take your business. You know, what are your three marketing pillars, your key performance indicators and some key numbers and then the second page then is what we call the action page, which is having three goals for each quarter. That's all, three focuses. One is a marketing one because, you know, you don't have a business unless you have clients coming through the tour. So you've, this got, is so the truth. <laughs> so you've got to be marketing your business, right? And the second one then is a financial one, which is linked to quite often when I do some um, work with some photographers and we look at their where they are against the profit first metrics, quite often it's the operational expenses that are totally out of kilter. Um, I don't know who you're talking about with that. I... <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so that's a key focus. So I always have one marketing, i.e. bring some business in as, as, as a key goal for the quarter, one financial, and then one other, which can be anything from a, an operational goal or it can be whatever goal it is. It could be a training goal. It could be anything that's business related. So uh, speaking of those then, so what do you call a quarter, like a quarter of the year in Irish speak? Well, um, we just we just call it, so m- m- our business is, is got, runs from 1st of January to the 31st of December, right? Uh-huh. So, so we take a quarter from the 1st of January until the end of March. And then the second quarter is in the 1st of April. Do you, do you call them quarters? I felt like there was another word for it. Yeah, no, we, we don't call them quarters. And this is not my invention, but we, we call it the 12-week year. 
12 week um, year. Yes. And I was like, what is a 12 week year? That sounds like, sounds like, you know, the four day work week, a 12 week year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the 12 week year was, and I'm trying to remember the names of the authors. Uh, I will find a few, I will find a few, but the 12 week year concept is based around some research that was done to say that humans back to human behavior again, right? There's mm-hmm. a trend here. Um, but the 12 week year idea was that we tend to as humans, you know, we make our New Year's resolutions. Yeah. 31st December, 1st of January. They're gone by the 19th of January, right? And then even in May or June, if we're a little bit behind on our goals for the year, you know, we say, oh, we still have time to make them up. And then there's a mad dash at the end of the year, the last couple of months to make up for what happened before, right? And yes. The yeah. year is designed to imagine each three month period as a full year as a 12-week year so you measure in the same way as you would your targets for a year the mindset changes the year to three months so what that actually causes your brain to flip it causes the mindset to shift and focus on right that's a full year i'm going to get a full year stuff done in that and there are my targets and i measure that in the same way as i used to measure my results in december for the full year that's good for photographers. And so I was confused because I thought that was like an Irish thing or something. That was another word for a quarter. No, uh, no, I, I wish it was. And I wish I had invented it, but I didn't because <laughs> I thought it was really good. And I tell you who, who um, it was actually a photographer gave me this, this book of photographer. I know very, very well. And she said to me, um, I don't know if you know Whitney Scott. Do you know David and Whitney uh-huh. Scott? Uh-huh. I um, know them from you. Yeah. Right. So, so, so Whitney gifted me this book at Imogene uh-huh. last year. And she said, Rowan, this is the final piece of your jigsaw, I think, that you need mm-hmm. in, in what yes. you do. And it's called a 12-week week year. Get more done in 12 weeks than others do in 12 months. And the uh-huh. author is Brian P. Morn, M-O-R-A-N, and Michael Leddington. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes too. Um, And so, so going back to that, then the first part of your quarterly goals that you tell photographers to do is marketing. And some another way that I've been connected to you, you started a whole new thing for photographers to help photographers called BSA or Business Success Academy. Is that right? That's right, Kaya. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so this summer I was a part of it, but I didn't have time to do anything with it. Actually, summer and fall, <laughs> three of my 12 week years last year. And I just followed along. And then I uh, started participating when you offered a uh, 14 day challenge and what the marketing is. I'll explain it just a little bit. So my, so in my business, I've been in the photography business for 25 years, full time professional portrait photographer su- supporting my family. And uh, we, I've done marketing all that time. I've sent out mailers and catalogs. I've sat at uh, women's events with booths. I've, you know, spoken to people. We've done uh, calling people, just a little bit of everything. And now we're in a quandary. And I've been like, where do I get more clients? Because uh, I have high school seniors, I have a whole high school senior business, and I have a, a way of marketing that on Instagram. Uh, that's that's a word of mouth. But I don't have any other plan for my family and children's clients. And I was just really at a loss. And then I saw what you were doing and you're offering to teach about how to market on Facebook. And so I got involved in it. 
and uh, ran my first two campaigns. I've got six family sessions on the books, which I never have any family sessions this time of year. So uh, I've, I've been really enjoying seeing it. And can you explain any more about what you guys are doing? Sure. So, so let me just explain what, where yeah. it came from, I guess. So yeah. I suppose the first thing that happened is when we had the lockdown and we'd COVID, a lot of traditional marketing avenues closed to a lot of photographers. Yes. You know? um, and but the, in the background, most other businesses and most other industries were selling online. So I call it engagement marketing. So. I but and and when I looked at what was happening in our industry, I went, a lot of photographers aren't doing this, um, and very few people are teaching it, and I just happen to be very lucky in that I have a son who's um one of those top online marketeers in the world who basically sells other people's products on a no fall no fee basis, um and he can spend anything from one thousand to twenty five thousand dollars a day selling other people's products on that basis. So he came to me and he said. Dad, um, you know, I think there's an opportunity in your market here. And I looked at it and I went, yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. So we, we sat down and we developed out a process of launching Business Success Academy. And just we got the timing really good in the sense of when we launched it because of the reason we've already mentioned that a lot of traditional marketing opportunities were closing to photographers. So all we've done is really taken what some larger businesses do all the time and have their engagement marketing running online and it can run on you know what we call traffic are just people right so facebook is one traffic mountain as we would call it you know you've just mentioned another one instagram and there's TikTok and there's linkedin you know depending where your ideal client resides or where they hang out and where it's really really powerful is that you're using marketing to attract clients into your world when they're what we call blissfully unaware. They're not even aware that they have your need. As distinct from somebody, if we take an example of a wedding, most bride and grooms-to-be know they want a wedding photographer, right? So they search on Google, and that's where SEO works really, really well, and Google AdWords and stuff, because someone's searching in their area, and you come up as a number of photographers, the bride does that search. She gets a list of some wedding photographers. She visits their websites. She builds her knowledge around it. She creates a short list, which is at the consideration stage of her buying process. And then she reaches out. And often as a result, the first question she asks is, what do you charge for? And the reason why she starts with that question is that she believes she's done all of her research before. Now, if mm. you... Now, if you think about how people use social media, people use social media to keep in touch with family or friends and see what's happening or what's, what they're doing. So you're placing an advert in their feed on Facebook or Instagram, wherever it is, and it's designed to disrupt their scroll, i.e. stop the scroll to connect with them, then bring them from Facebook with that advert onto a landing page that you've built with a particular offer now, if you think about where they are in their buying process at that stage they're unaware they even have a need for what you do yeah so it's an opportunity for you as the photographer to bring that person into your world really early in their buying experience to 
for you to build their knowledge around what a family portrait experience is all about. For you then to be the only one on the shortlist when you persuade that client to invest in the family portrait experience. So it's a completely different type of marketing in that you're bringing people into your world very, very early and giving you an opportunity to educate them, to educate them as to this is an investment, why it's an investment, why it's so important to do, so that when that price question comes up, you can you can bring that in yourself at a time that's suitable for you in that conversation. And at that stage, you'll have already been able to explain to them as to why this is such an, an important thing to do. And then yeah. you will have clients, you will have clients then that, you know, once you bring in the investment piece, when it's right to do so, there will be people who qualify themselves out, right? They'll say, well, it's not quite right for me. And that's okay, right? And mm-hmm. um, But then you will have people who, who realize that this is the right thing to do. And this is an investment that they should make in their family relationships. And they go ahead with you. Well, and that's the thing that I felt like I was missing because over the years, I've created all these wonderful family portrait clients. You know, I've photographed their babies since they were born. I, you know, would have met them at a, like a women's event and they saw, you know, all the beautiful portraits or at, you know, they saw our display at the mall or, or you know, that type of thing. And those clients are all aging out for me. And the next set of people that I've been connecting with are trained by someone else, you know, trained to just get digitals and that type of thing. And so what you're saying, I've never really thought about, but what I'm wanting are clients that I've trained myself. (laughs) And that's what you're talking about. It's an opportunity to actually train the people in the way that we view photography. Yes. And it's, it's, it's a great way to, um, bring people into your world early and just make them aware that, that, that this is something that they should invest in. And the return on investment is just ginormous, just ginormous. Like we've had clients who are high school senior photographers. And, you know, this is traditionally a quiet time for high school senior, the first quarter. Uh-huh. Um, and, and we've one client who last year um, did eight boudoir sessions in February. And this year, after doing this engagement marketing online, he got 39 bookings. (laughs) Yeah, he's a go-getter for sure. (laughs) That was impressive. I can't wait to see how his sales turn out too. Definitely. His Um, his sales are going really, really well because obviously we've, we've, we've had them through the process and and, and we've seen, we've seen the results um, so far. So he's still working through. And those sessions, but um, so far he's very, very happy. So here are some things that I've liked about this, just seeing this, because I've watched all summer and I watched all fall, and now I'm involved in doing the process. One of the things I really like is about it is that you have, like you said, your son is an expert and works every day in uh, in the online uh, sales in the Facebook and that type of thing. And so he knows when there are changes because I've done this before. I've done Facebook marketing before and I had no idea how to use the new systems. They change things every day. And so I feel like for one, that's one of the things I really like about it is I feel safe that I know someone's going to be there to help me when things change. 
Yeah, and and things change all the time with Facebook. So we had a really big one in the yes. last in the last couple of weeks with the iOS 14 change, and uh, you know there was some mayhem out there. And you know I'm aware of some educators like that in Jonathan's field, you know, who were charging a couple of hundred dollars just to um, sort that out for you, you know. But oh, we yeah. were able to because we BSA is a, is a membership system where where, where photographers um pay us um a fee every single month and um, they get access to all the training they get access to the community because for me here's a really important thing for training for me and um, anytime i've tried to train in the past myself where i just bought the training and um, you know there was the knowledge there but a lot of people who buy training never finish it right in fact the average is 14 percent of people who buy a training course finish it yeah, I, I have a few sitting, waiting for me to do, and and a Facebook one, honestly. I've purchased another Facebook one, a full training, but now I think, well, I, it's not going to do me any good to go back to it because everything's changed. Yes, and and yes, you need a training piece, right? But for me, it's just one leg of a stool is how I describe it, you know? Um, I don't know if you've ever been in an Irish pub, Kaya, but trying to sit on a, on a one-legged stool with a pint in your hand, you know, you fall over... <laughs> Pretty quickly, unless you're a trapeze artist or somebody like that. But um, <laughs> for me, the second leg then is support through mentorship. And we don't just have Jonathan as a mentor within BSA. You know, we have um, Janine and, and Brad, and they both run successful photography businesses, one in Tampa, Florida, and one in Barnsley in the UK. Um, and then the third piece for me is accountability. And we bring our accountability through community. So there's also the group there where people can, share their successes, share their challenges before they go live with their pan for a client goal funnel, as we call it, they can post post a link to it in there. So there's an assessment by the group members, there's an assessment by the mentors. So for me, those three things, if you've got those three things, you fast track your success and you give yourself the best chance to, to be successful with what you're doing. Well, I would agree with you on all of that. Um, that was the second thing I was going to say is I feel safe when I'm doing it. For me, there it's funny, but it's there's this safe this need for safety. Like, okay, they're gonna help me if I if things change. Then there's safety. Okay, other photographers are actually doing it because you're not a photographer. Your son isn't a photographer, but there are photographers that are doing it every day that are helping teach it. Um, but then maybe a fourth leg of the stool is the business side of it. You know, that even the small, I know you have other business, uh, you know, ways that people can learn about business from you, but you include in it uh, spreadsheets that have, this was so funny because I, I remember watching your, uh, the Zoom call and you kept apologizing. Oh, the, the money part, the numbers part, this is really boring. No one's going to want to watch this. And I was like, no, 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 this is the most important part to me. And then I got your spreadsheets that you had created and plugged in all my information. And then it told me how much I would need to pay and how many, uh, how many sessions I would need to book in order to make what I wanted to make. And I was like, this is the most important thing to me. Like knowing that it really was going to work within my goals and my systems really made a difference for me. That's, that's great. And, and it's an important thing, isn't it? Cause a lot of, a lot of photographers, you know, they haven't calculated out that they need a marketing budget. They don't know what can they pay per booking. They don't know for, the, what they want to earn from their business, you know, what average sales value based on the number of sales sessions they're going to have needs to be, 
you know, they haven't worked out how many leads their marketing needs to generate to create those bookings based on their conversion from lead through to sale. So, so we've designed that tool to help with that whole process. Um, yeah. And for me, I was already doing that with other parts of my business. I, d- I didn't have the spreadsheets made, but, you know, was counting things out, seeing how how many uh, contacts I needed to make in order to book so many sessions. So we were doing that, but it was exciting to see that applied in another way as well so that I, I could know how much I could put in, you know, to the online marketing. So it was pretty exciting to see all that. That's great. I'm glad, glad it was helpful. And of course, the other question that we see all the time, and I'm sure you get it all the time too, Kai, is, you know, so is my price list built for success? You know, so we've managed yes. to plug that in too, where you can build out your price list, figure out what your sales mix is going to be, i.e. what, how many of each item you expect to sell across the number of sessions you're going to do. And it calculates then whether your business metrics, your business goals align with your price list. And once yes, they align, yeah. then it's just a matter of doing it, right? That sounds so easy, and I know it's not, but at least you know what you have to do to achieve that owner's pay, as we say, in profit first into your pocket, you know, every, every single month, every single year. Well, and for photographers, I think a lot of times we hear an idea and we are like, oh, I'm going to throw that against the wall, you know, and then we hear another one and we throw that against the wall and we're trying all these different things, but we don't know whether they work. We don't know, you know, if, if the money we spent on that or the time we put into it is going to return. And so, yeah, it's really, I, I think, you know, I guess the thing that has been so intriguing to me just from the very front first time, like I said, of seeing you is I was like, what, what, who is this person? That's, I don't think he's a photographer. He must, you know, like I, but you're applying what you're doing and I really enjoy it is you're taking all the things that you're learning and you're figuring out how to apply those to help photographers. And so I, what is your, I, th- I feel like you have a, um, like a mission statement about photography is, do you know what I'm talking about? Like how it makes people's lives better? I, I do. Um, okay. and I've, I've done a lot of research in this area and yeah. you know, um, we, we all know Simon Sinek, right? The, that, that, yes. that great leader who talks about discovering your why. Um, and I, I discovered my why um, a number of years ago. And it can take that long. I wish I, I had discovered it years before that. Um, but I discovered that um, we, I have three daughters, one son. And one of our daughters struggled as a teenager. Um, she struggled so much, we actually didn't know whether she'd still be with us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thankfully, she is. And she's 23 now. And, and she, she, she's, she's a great young woman and doing really, really well. But but there was a when she was 15, 16, there was a few years where it was really, really difficult. But I remember reading after that because I always love to. There's this thing in me that is always saying, why? Why did that happen? I think it's the most important word in the world nearly after profit is and why, you know, what what caused that to happen? And I did a lot of research and and I discovered research that talked about um, the power an effect that photography can have, right? And I know a lot of photographers talk about this. We hear it every day. You know, we talk about, you know, um, we hear that a woman who does boudoir or glamour or makeover or whatever, you know, that quite often there's a story there of empowerment after it, you know. That, that, 
But there's also research there to show that when children are growing up, that children who are exposed to relationships in photographic art in their home have a higher self-esteem. And that went me way back to thinking about Freya and the time, you know, her problem was she had no self-esteem. Mm-hmm. She didn't believe she was beautiful. She didn't believe that, you know, she was important, you know, and and and, and it got her to a stage where she didn't feel she wanted to be in this world with us anymore. And I went, oh my gosh, I started to connect the dots because that's what I tend to do. I tend to connect the dots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went and I did some more research. And then I started to research about those two very, very simple parts in in the makeup of a human, in the biology of a human. And they're called endorphins and they're called oxytocin. So oxytocin is um, is actually known as the happiness. It's actually known as the happiness um, piece of us internally, that when we're happy, our oxytocin levels go up. And then the second one then is, when I talk to photographers and I said, you know, what's the end result of the work that you do? You know, what happens when the consumer interacts with your work, whether it's in wall art or it's in an album or it's in a folio box? I said, quite often it ends up in, in a smile. And I started to research about smile. When people smile, what does it do? And the research told me that, and this is all based on biology, that when people smile, it, re- it releases endorphins into the body. And those same endorphins reduce the stress in every human. And a population that's less stressed is healthier in mind, body, and spirit. And I went, wow, so that's really what this great industry does. This great industry of, of ours, and every single time a photographer creates photographic art that results in a consumer smiling, releases those endorphins. So what we actually achieve as an industry is we achieve the creation of a healthier society through photography. And when mm. that's it, I said, yes. that's the why for our industry. And I said, right, so what can I do? What can I do to help ensure that what Freya went through and what we went through as a family that even if one other family doesn't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I went, right, well, the better photographers become at business sales and marketing, the more people, the more consumers will invest in photographic art because the photographer will be able to bridge that value gap. The value gap I call is, you know, that the consumer doesn't see the value in what we do as photographers. And a lot of photographers don't know how to market that and explain that to the consumer to be seen to be heard to be understood for the difference that they make the consumer's lives i went right that's my mission i'm going to do what i can to amplify the creation of a healthier society through photography by helping photographers turn their passion into into profit by helping them with the business sales and marketing skills that they need to bridge that gap yeah, oh, that's wonderful. It's interesting you were talking about smiles. What my, One of my philosophies is hugging. And so even when I will photograph just like a high school senior girl all on her own, I'll have her wrap her arms around herself and that will calm her down and make her feel better, you know, make her feel hugged. And then, of course, you know, with families, you, a lot of times they don't spend time hugging or touching each other. And so that's something that is always important to me is to help them 
feel that connection to one another as well. It's so important. So important. Mm -hmm. It is. And uh, it's so wonderful to hear that about your daughter. I think, you know, especially with everything that's gone on in the world, there's even more of that, that people are having to deal with just the, you know, those questions, the, especially with the young people. And so that's a wonderful story to hear that she's doing well. And, and, you know, she wasn't aware for a long time as to, you know, what, what my mission had become, you know, and her influence on that. But she got a portrait done um, last, last year by a good friend of mine, by Kevin Jordan. Uh And, and, and um, when she saw that portrait, you should have seen what she put on Facebook, on social Mm -hmm. media. Mm -hmm. And it literally reflected exactly what we've just talked about now. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, Ronan, thank you for being on here. This has been so fun. I've been looking forward to it ever since we found a date. And uh, so how can people connect with you? Because I think they will be very uh, positively influenced. Well, well, Kaya, I think you're going to share a link, right? As to to where people can can find us. Um, So what we would encourage them to do is to join BSA for a trial period on that link. Come in, do our 14-day challenge, get that first engagement plan for a client goal system running, see that it works, and then after the 30 days, they can choose to stay with us as a community or they can choose to um, not stay with us. And if they choose that, that's fine too. Because you know what? If somebody comes in, learns how to do this, gets one extra client as a result of that, then that's one extra family you're going to smile every day at the Mm -hmm. photographic art that that photographer creates. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. So I'll be putting a lot of things in the show notes that we've talked about. And I just want to tell everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this has helped your day. It definitely has helped mine. Ronan, thanks again for being on. uh, Yes. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast.